Hello, everyone. Welcome to Candid, where we never settle for less than the truth. I'm your host, Jonathan Youssef. First, let me start with my sincere gratitude for you today. We have incredibly faithful listeners, and your feedback is so helpful as we choose and produce new episodes. Thank you for listening, sharing the podcast, and reaching out to us. Our heart is to equip you, but also to minister to you through these powerful conversations. Today, our team wants to offer you a special gift for the Christmas season— A moment of worship and rest. That's why I've asked our dear friends, Lauren and Jeremy Ezel, to lead us in worship using some of our favorite Christmas songs. In case this is one of your first episodes of Candid, Lauren and Jeremy lead worship at the Church of the Apostles, where I am a pastor, and Lauren is also a producer of the Candid podcast. So join me in welcoming Jeremy and Lauren. Take a minute to slow down, take a deep breath, and center your heart on the Lord. From the entire Candid Conversations team, we wish you and your family a Merry Christmas rooted in the love and truth of Christ. Lauren and Jeremy, thank you for coming back. This is your, your second time coming. We played one of your songs that you wrote together. Yep. And now we have the great joy of listening to some Christmas songs with you guys. This is fun. It's a fun treat to be here. It is. It's great. And we hope you won't just listen, but that you will also engage your hearts and possibly even your voices, Um, even if if you're alone at home or if you're in your car or wherever you are, perhaps even in a crowded room, um, just start singing randomly. And don't worry, (laughs) my microphone will be on mute. That's right. (laughs) Um. First, we wanted to sing uh, this beautiful old carol. Um, It's a haunting carol, and it's actually not a Christmas carol. It's an Advent carol. We don't make that distinction very often, but Advent is the season of expectation, the season of longing, the season of hope in the coming of Christ. And he has come once in flesh, in humility, in the manger, and he will come again, and now, uh, after his resurrection and his ascension, we expect his second coming in glory. And so that's what we look forward to. And so as we're singing this song, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel, this song was written in the 8th century. And I think in our modern context, we get so lost in the fast pace of life and how things, things come and go so quickly, and we lose track of, you know, a song will be a hit song for three months and then we're on to the next song. And this is a song that's been a hit song for millennia. And so um, we're going to sing O Come, O Come, Emmanuel and, uh, in, a, in a little bit of a new way. And so we hope that, that this blesses you. O Come, O Come, Captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appears. Rejoice, 
rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. O come thou day spring, come and cheer our spirits by thine advent disperse the gloomy clouds of night and death's dark shadows would to fly rejoice rejoice Emmanuel shall come to thee O Israel O come desire of nations bind in one the hearts of all mankind bid thou our sad division and be thyself our king of peace rejoice rejoice emmanuel shall come to thee o israel you shall come to thee rejoice rejoice Shall come to thee, O Israel. That really is amazing, the eighth century. It really is. To think the longevity. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just think about the commonality of our faith through time. Right. They were all probably like, he's coming. He's coming any day. He's coming any day. Right. Right. right? I mean, that like every generation is living in this expectant time. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, So it was written in the eighth century. That's, it goes back that far. We don't know who wrote it, but it resurfaces in the 13th century. There's a, there's a version that comes up then. And then in um, later, and I I don't remember exactly if it's in the Protestant Reformation um, or a little bit later in the 17, 1800s that it, it, that it comes back into popularity and Mm. use and is translated into English. And now, we have modern versions of that song, and so, yeah. I mean, but but yeah, to your point exactly, mm. the, there's this longing that we have had mm. to see Christ again for so long, right? Yeah. And it's the longing of the believer that we long for a face we've not seen, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we long to see a Lord that we have a relationship with, yes, but we do not yet see face to face. And from a like a a negative perspective, in some sense, it's that this world does not offer us what we know. We really, truly hunger and thirst for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Come desire of nations, bind in one the hearts of all mankind. Mm. Right. Bid thou our sad division cease and be thyself our king of peace. Mm. It's that longing for the, mm. for the kingship of Christ on mm. earth mm. and the, the, the peace of Christ on earth. Right? And then even thinking about 8th century, 13th century, modern day, now you're talking global. Right, yeah. you know, yeah. it's not a 
written from the British Isles and then brought to America. I mean, right. you're talking about like spanning the globe here. That's right. And it's a song that will be sung around the world on the same day by believers mm. in every tribe, nation, yeah. and tongue. Yeah. And so. Right. So great. Yeah. Amen. What a message that we need now, mm. right? Even more unity now mm. than, than we've ever had. So, and Christ is the only answer to that. Yeah. He's the only one that can bring that. So we're going to fast forward now in yeah. history from the 8th century. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We leave you um, in deep territory right. and bring you into the shallow end. That's Just right. kidding. So we're, Sorry. we're going to fast forward uh, uh, actually to um, the Wesleys. Um, Charles Wesley wrote this hymn, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. It's a famous hymn. But uh, Sandra McCracken has a version of it that she did um, years ago. And um, we we love that version, um, and we're we're gonna we're gonna sing that version now. And uh, it's a slightly different melody, but uh, but it's a beautiful melody. And uh, we hope this is helpful. Come, thou long expected Jesus, born to save the. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
That has a very sort of Simeon Anna feel to it, doesn't it? Simeon Anna. Uh, from Luke's Gospel. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry. Like... I was thinking artists. <laughs> artist? That's a great artist name. Are they related to Sandra McCracken? Or? <laughs> Simeon and Anna, they're yes. new. They're making yes. the rounds. Absolutely. The yes. old man and the old prophetess, you know? There's, uh, yeah, there's a longing, um, a longing, what, what does Paul say? That all creation groans, mm. right? And uh, we feel that. It's palpable. Yeah. The longing that we have. Um, and that's what, I, th- I think that's what the season of Advent is really all about, is that mm. it's it's living and recognizing and um, leaning into that longing that we have. Mm. And even Christmas, it's the celebration of fulfillment, but there's still a tension in that yeah. we've not yet seen. Yeah. We're in that already not yet. That's right. We already have the fulfillment of the promise in Christ, and yet. but it's not yet fully realized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, we're still waiting. There's another song we wanted to share. This was written by a guy named Johann Rist in the 1600s and um, 1641 to be exact. The song is called Break Forth, O Beauty's Heavenly Light. And uh, something interesting about Johann Rist is that in a period of about 14 years, from 1641 to, I think, 1656, is my wrath right there? Is that? 55. What is that? 55, 55 yeah. 14 years. Yeah. Uh, somewhere in that area. He uh, he wrote about 680 songs, but they were just lyrics, and they were for personal devotion. Yeah. He was a pastor, and um, basically uh, denied any opportunity for advancement in his in his career. He never he never took uh, advantage. It was something we would look at and say, "What are you an idiot?" You know. Yeah. But he he saw uh, humility and saw personal devotion to Christ as his number one aim. And, uh, and so in 1641, he writes these, this, this song based on Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2 through 7, but I'm just going to read verses 2 and 6. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light, and those who dwell in a land of, dark, of deep darkness, on them a light has shone. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The man who put music to that text, Break Forth of Beauty's Heavenly Light, is Johann Sebastian Bach. And we are not going to do his music to the uh, chagrin of many, yes, I'm sure. I left my organ at home. That's right. Oh, darn. <laughs> uh, but uh, a few years ago, we did a, a new arrangement of this song um, to the tune of Angels We've Heard on High. And so we're going we're gonna to sing that song now and um, uh, invite you to sing with us as you become familiar with the melody. Break forth, O beauteous heavenly light And usher in the morning O shepherd, shrink not with fright, But hear the angels' warning This child now weak in infancy Our confidence and joy shall be the power of Satan breaking 
God's peace eternal making Break forth, O beauteous heavenly light Into herald our salvation And he stoops to earth, the God of might Our hope and expectation And he comes in human flesh to dwell Our God with us, Emmanuel The night of darkness ending And our fallen race befriending Gloria I've heard on high Sweetly singing o'er the plains And the mountains in reply Echo back their joyous strains And Gloria Christ is born The Christ is born The Christ is born And He is born And Gloria 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 The Christ is born Christ is born The Christ is born And he is born Hope and expectation Yeah And you put it to the familiar tune Yeah, the I mean Bach's music is brilliant I mean he's, he's a, obviously in many in many people's minds the he's the greatest composer to ever live right so it's right. A, a little uh um maybe pretentious i don't know to say well i think i'm gonna redo this melody but we we didn't we didn't redo his melody what we did was just take the text and put it to uh a tune that's probably more familiar in our american context yeah sadly it's a hymn we don't sing that often it's a hymn from the old anglican service the lessons and carols yeah. service and um um, paired with that text from Isaiah 9, and, and um, it's a hymn that we don't sing nearly enough, mm. but it's a beautiful and helpful hymn. Um, yeah, I love that text. The child now weak in infancy, our confidence and joy shall be. A lot of hope there. Mm. Beautiful. How still we see 
dreamless sleep The silent stars go by Yet in the dark streets shineth The everlasting light The hopes and fears of all the years Are met in thee tonight How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is gift as God imparts to human hearts the blessings of his gift. No ear may hear his coming, but in this world of sin, where meek souls will receive him still. Dear Christ enters in. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We Christmas angels, the great glad tidings bring. Oh, come to us, abide in us, our Lord Emmanuel. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. Well, Lauren and Jeremy Ezell, Merry Christmas to you both. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. And, and thank you so much for taking the time to – here's the thing is we we talked about this, mm-hmm. that numbers on podcasts drop sometimes in December. And my hunch was that because people are listening to Christmas music. So I thought, mm-hmm. let's give the people what mm-hmm. they want. Yes. There you go. Yeah, that's right. So they're Love traveling. That. They can listen to some music. So here they get good music, good, rich, <laughs> yeah, the theological yeah. right. music. That's, and yeah. Stories behind them. Praise yeah. God for that. That's yeah. right. Scripture yeah. behind it. That's good. Jeremy, would you lead us out in prayer? Absolutely. I would love to. Thanks, brother. Father, we are grateful. What a gift that you've given us in music and in song. Um, a gift that you did not have to give and that we often take for granted, but um, a gift that we get to use in in worship and in praise, um, a gift that teaches us. And as you've told us in your word that we should teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs. And so, Lord, we pray that this time would have been effective in our hearts, that it would be useful, uh, Holy Spirit, that you would move in us to make these songs and the message of these songs um, effective uh, to produce righteousness. And we pray these things in Christ's name and for his glory in us and in your church. Amen. Amen. Amen.